Today's Speaking of Spirits talks about Reiki, the transference of energy between a Reiki master and the patient. Everybody, this is Colleen with Speaking of Spirits. I'm here with Kate. Hi, guys. And today we are talking about Reiki and Reiki, um, practicing Reiki. I've been on the receiving end. I'm not a practicer of Reiki. But, um, yeah, I wanted to pick your brain on how you got started. What it, Let's talk about what it means first for our listeners. Yeah, and I think that's honestly the hardest concept of Reiki is because it's hard to define what it is. What I define it as is it's an energy exchange, not only between me and the client, but also the universe. So there's all this energy and abundance of energy. It's to put you in a meditative state and it is focused on healing. I believe that we all have the gift of being able to heal each other. So, um, With Reiki, I got started in it because I have PTSD and I was going to conventional therapy, but I was still missing something. There was like, I just didn't get that full healing. And so it made me search alternate forms of therapy and I stumbled upon Reiki. Um, I went to several practitioners. I tried it out with different ones, but when I found the right few, It was life changing. Like I would leave feeling like this is what this is the healing I felt like was missing. And so I did that for a few years. And then uh, when stuff is meant to happen, it'll just happen to you. Right. And I just happened to end up in a uh, Reiki practitioner class for level one and level two. I am now a master working on my Kruna, which is the highest level. And then I also do animal Reiki. Um, which I'll be taking the master level in a couple of months for. Well, and I'm going to have you come out and work on a few of my animals. And then we are in a link. We're going to provide Kate's information in a link so that you can directly get a hold of Kate if you are in this area in Pocatello and you are looking for Reiki. So um, she's really quite amazing. I, I, We met in early September. It was right around Labor Day. And yeah. it was like instantly I was drawn to you. And it's that, that I think a lot of it is that Reiki calmness that someone has, you know, because I am far from calm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so if I can be around somebody who can balance that out for me a little bit, that's to me, Gina has that. She's a Reiki practitioner. Uh, she couldn't be here on this podcast, but I'm going to tell you about um, a session that she did on me and how interesting it was. Um, but so when you're doing Reiki, so it's your explain how you're healing. How does it heal? What, how? Yeah. Yeah. And this is a hard part to explain because it depends on your beliefs almost. So if you come from a Christian background, people feel like it is hem- like healing energy from God. Um, I prefer the universe. I believe that there is an abundance for all and that there is healing there. And so it's just a transference of energy, right? Like when you rub your hands together and you can feel that heat, like that's energy, right? It doesn't have to be this complete woo-woo thing, 
but it's still hard to explain and almost grasp until you've gone through a session of Reiki. And then when you come out of it, you're like, oh, I think I kind of understand a little bit more. But usually it's performed on a massage table. Uh, you stay fully clothed unless they're a massage therapist as well. And um, it's used with meditation and light touch to channel the chakras and try. He talked about-, about Reiki and he gets up on the chair. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I want to be in the middle of this. Um, it's it's amazing. So, and you're not. Um, yeah, there's some touch involved, I guess, right? Yeah, and, it's very minimal though. And but I really a lot of times you're just you can feel like for our audience. So put your hand over here, and you can feel the transference of heat. Just that heat energy. But when somebody's concentrating, healing on that area with your hands and not even touching it, you can feel. So one of, one of the head injuries I had, um, I had uh, gates at my old property. And we had these huge log, logs that had been um, harvested and debarked. And I was setting them in concrete so we it so it was like going to be a big log sign over the the driveway right and i had braces on it and i i lifted them up with the tractor and i set them down in the hole and i was pouring concrete around them but they weren't stabilized yet and i was trying to get all the bracing in to get them level and we had a gust of wind come up and that log crashed down on my head and right here and so i didn't even hurt it didn't even hurt like I guess right here doesn't hurt that much. I guess on me, I'm a hardhead anyway. And I just, so later that night I was in the house and I was, I was trying to communicate with the person in the house and he's like, we need to go to the hospital right now. You need to get in the car right now. And I couldn't figure out what's going on. He, and he told me, he goes, you're communicating like you weren't speaking English. Like, I don't know what you were saying. And you're, and I thought I was just fine. And so oh they had God. to rush me and do CT scans and everything else and figure out what I did in my head. And it was that much of a, I guess, that much of a concussion that it just scrambled my brain. Well, Gina came over and she did Reiki on me. And it was pretty interesting because I have my old cat, Boo Boo, who's in the house. And she's she's the queen. And she's all of like six pounds, maybe. And she's um, she was sitting on the sofa she's she always lays on the back of the sofa so she wasn't even near me and i'm sitting in a a, like a recliner and i'm scrambled (laughs) like i'm you know i'm I'm sure everybody was wondering if i'd ever even get back to work because i was that scrambled even my boss is like "Ooh, you need to take all the time you need (laughs) because i couldn't communicate everybody had to communicate with him for me because i couldn't say anything i didn't know what i was saying was not coming out as english so, or any language at all, um, she came over and started doing Reiki and I'll never forget. <laughs> so she's doing Reiki and she's going all the way down to my shoulders and she's just really, you know, concentrating all this. Cause I also, um, ruptured a few of my discs and my neck when all this happened. And so she's doing all of this and she's really, and it, and I remember watching the cat get up and come and she's got in between Gina's hands and my body. Everywhere Gina moved her hands, the cat went over 
And she's like, she was feeling the energy from across the room and was like, I need some of that because it feels so good. And yeah, she's like, she wouldn't leave Gina alone. Finally, we had to end the session because the cat wouldn't leave her alone. But yeah, Gina did several sessions on me and I really do think it helped. Yeah, so. it's kind of funny because in Animal Reiki, we joke that cats tend to be dogs. Like they can fill it across the room and just like want to be there. Like once you do it on them once, if you show up again for another reason, they'll just like expect it. So they'll just. That's interesting. Do you find, do you work on like dogs that have anxiety? Does it help them? Yeah, so the first time I actually got to practice, when our class finished, um, our project was to go to an animal shelter and help the dogs that had been there the longest and do Reiki work on them. And animals have the power to say yes or no. So, like, there was a couple animals that we weren't able to do Reiki on. But the ones that we were able to, within a few weeks, they were actually adopted out from the shelter, which was so amazing to see. And just to see them in this high anxiety environment, just lay down and like do a deep sigh and just be like, oh, like it's okay. Amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the, the thought of being able to help shelter pets. That's pretty amazing. I know the shepherd that was up here wanting to hog the camera. He's a shelter dog and my old dog's a shelter dog. And most so I run it just so the audience knows. I run a rescue farm. Like 99, uh, all of the animals here, but one were, yeah, except for Banshee, the bloodhound, were either given to me or rescued. I mean, they were rescued somehow. They came to me as a rescue. I might have spent money to get them here, but they're all rescues. So I have 40. Count the chickens. I think I have like 43 animals. So, you know, it's it. And so it's when we can help misfits, it's so cool. And uh, yeah, so I think that's really cool. So I have one of my animals and I'll just talk about a little bit of Reiki that was done on him in combo with a chiropractor. Okay. And that was my first exposure to Reiki with animals. And this was in Texas. I had my big draft horse who's now with me and he's now ancient. I think he's 20. I think he's 20, 20 this year. And, and, and to, let me describe how, so a normal quarter horse is about a thousand pounds. They're, they're big animals, but they're a thousand pounds ish, right? They're very right. This horse on a truck scale, I have the weight certificate. He was 2,501 pounds. He's a big boy. Yes, he's he a is. very big boy. And he was rescued. He was born to die. Um, so uh, just to, so I I ended up taking him so he wouldn't go to the slaughterhouse when he was six months old. And I've got I've had him ever since. Um, so in Texas, we had a problem. I had a problem with one of his hips. Well, he's a big horse. And trying to find a chiropractor can work on a horse that big is almost impossible. Well, this little Hispanic guy came out to the farm. I had heard. I heard about him and I called him and he didn't speak super good English, but he knew what I needed. And he came out and yeah, I remember him looking at me and goes, Oh, I don't know if I can do that. This horse is so big. And he was a little guy and it was really cute. And he, at first, so I've had him and a vet do Reiki. 
just to calm the horse down enough that we could do what we needed to do um, because it was going to hurt. That initial adjustment on that hip was going to hurt and he didn't want this big old animal to go nuts on him. Right. And so, and, and the vet, the, there's a vet here in town, they call him the horse whisperer and he does the same thing. The amount of Reiki, this is a horse that you cannot safely inject. He's never been injected. Uh, I think two people have ever walked up to him and injected him with any kind of, any kind of drug. He, he sees a needle and he, that's the only time he gets mean. This guy, he comes up and he just starts talking to him. The same thing this little Hispanic guy did. He came up to him and, I mean, his head's way up there, you know. Mm -hmm. He's a big horse. And pretty soon, he's like, lip, lower lip is loose. And he's just like, like you've given him a drug. And then they slip that needle right in to the vein. Well, this guy did the same thing. And that horse is just, his, he's just really had it together, pop his hip but, and take that back. To two of us to do it. And once that thing cracked, and then all of a sudden Zephyr woke up and his eyes are all big, but he was fine. It took one adjustment. That was it. But breaky people who can master that are like gods in my eyes because yeah. it's so, that's not a normal thing, Kate. And it's so crazy to me talking about it, like having to try and explain it. It's just like really hard for me to do so because I'm just like, oh, it is what it is. And I have to like take it back. But it is amazing. Um, and it's amazing the different energies that you feel like just even between people and animals. A lot of people, when they get Reiki from me, really describe it as the energy is really hot and intense at first, like almost just like a fire coming down and then it calms. And then it's amazing with animals, their energy is so light and just so airy and I love it. It's fun to work with. And it I don't want to say it's always intuitive, but like if you just go with what you're feeling, like you can't go wrong. You know what I mean? And if you go with the intent to help, you're going to help. And it's amazing the stories that you hear. Anything from people healing childhood traumas to people who are like I have this pain condition and you are the first one to do anything and make it so that I can actually sleep at night or that I don't feel pain for days. Like it's, it's something there and it's so exciting and you just want to share it with everybody. Well, I'm, you know, I mean, I think Western medicine has its place, but non-traditional medicine um, and healing and alternative healing practices definitely have a place too. And I think there's a way that you can marry it all together. Um, and, but I, you know, I still think that, and this is me, I'm not a doctor. I think that pharmaceutical companies have made us so dependent on them um, for everything. And I think that there's a lot of, there's massage therapy and Reiki and um, sound therapy and, uh, acupuncture and all of that, that they wouldn't be in practice if they weren't helping so many people. So look into some of these alternative therapies. It doesn't mean you have to give up whatever medication you're on, but you might find that you don't need it less, you need it less and less and less. So, you know, I don't ever encourage anybody to go off medication. Make sure that you, you're talking with your physician and all that stuff, but you might find that with natural therapy, 
even herbal herbal remedies and natural alternative healing that you, you might be able to find different paths that's healthier for you. Yeah, and that's the whole point. I think we're seeing this huge shift that we're realizing that Western medicine isn't everything, but you don't have to completely swing the pendulum all the way back. Like the goal is like with herbal remedies, like taking herbal remedies to take care of a cold, but if it's still too much, still go to the doctor. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. And I think people have that all or nothing mindset or mentality. And it's really just marrying everything together. Yep, you bet. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this. We hope you got uh, maybe learned something that you hadn't learned before on Reiki. And um, yeah, let us know. Like, um, Subscribe to us. We need the subscribers, please. And thank you, as always, for being with us. Yes, thank you so much. You've been listening to Speaking of Spirits, powered by Pocatello Paranormal Research in Pocatello, Idaho. Thank you for joining us today. We're glad you could be here. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do us a favor and go to whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on and give us a review. We prefer the five-star reviews. This helps us know how we're doing, and it helps others to find the podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you on our next podcast.